0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to the O-Bros podcast. Happy New Year to everybody out there. Yeah, happy New Year, everybody. Uh, let's hope that
1: 2021 uh, is uh, better than 2020. <laughs> it can't get any worse than 2020, that's for sure. Man. I'll tell you <laughs> yeah. that. So, uh, just some uh, topics we're going to talk about today. Uh, some hot takes. Yeah. Uh, we're going to talk about the Mets uh, acquiring uh, Francisco Lindor. Yeah. You know what that means to the team. Um, also, going to talk about what the what moves San Diego Padres made this offseason. They were a busy, um, busy team so far. Also, we got some uh, some rumors out of Houston where uh, apparently Deshaun Watson might want out. And we're also going to talk about the situation going on in Philly Ooh, and disaster and what the co- with you know with the coaches and 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 with everything that's going on there, from, from QB to coaches. And then we're going to um, talk a little bit, little playoffs, uh, some of our predictions and who we think is going to win.
0: Yeah, man, I'm excited for that prediction. So everybody stick around. Enjoy the show, man. We're just going to have fun with it, man. Just throw yeah. it all out there, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right, bro. So let's, let, let, let's start uh, with the Mets here. Uh, what do you – will this uh, – Will this uh, improve the team uh, a lot? Like, do you think this is
0: like a big move? Yeah, I think it's a big move. I mean, yeah, I think when you get a player of the caliber as Francisco Lindor, I mean, of course it's going to improve your team. Um, will that make them a playoff team? I'm not sure. I mean, we've had high expectations for the Mets in previous years um, because they have some solid players on that team, and not to mention Degrom. Uh, but they're always uh, hurt by, they're always hurt by injuries, and the bullpen was a mess last year, so I'm not really sure if they make some a playoff team, but I think it's a good trade, I think it's a good start, uh, obviously, you heard last off, last season, Lindor, you know, wasn't going to be in Cleveland, so, I mean, I think it's a good trade for uh, New York and Cleveland, too, you know, to get something out of him, because they, they weren't going to resign him anyways. Yeah,
1: I mean... I think they had to make this move. The Mets, uh, Mets are um, they're a t- one of the not one, I don't want to say top organizations, but they're uh, a team that's uh, I feel like they always do the spending. They do spend; they're not cheap. So getting Lindor, a new owner who wants to make a splash down there in New York, and then you got the Yankees that are there also. So you don't want to stay too behind. So I think uh, acquiring Lindor, who's a good shortstop, and um, he did have a down year last year, but I think it has uh, had a lot to do with the way the season was set up, everything with COVID and and um, and just the way it all played out, you know. But I I think I think um, I think uh, he's gonna bounce back, have a good season. Plus, he only played sixty games, so it's not like you could tell, you know, if they if they were if he was really gonna struggle uh, throughout, keep that struggle uh, struggling pace, but. You know, uh, I think it's a good move. Um, do you think that this will lead to more
0: moves? Uh, I think potentially. I mean, they did get Carlos Carrasco in the trade, too. So, I mean, that adds some help, too. I mean, going to get – well, I want to see what they do in free agency. Are they going to sign any uh, big names? Like I said, the bullpen need help. So, this is a start. This is a big move for them. But, uh, yeah, to put them in that conversation for a playoff team, just knowing how deep – like you mentioned earlier, the Padres, uh, the moves they made, and obviously the Dodgers. I mean, we'll see. We'll see if they they're able to keep have a big offseason to to put them in that conversation with those big teams.
1: Yeah, I think I think the Mets need to make another move. Whether it's, but I feel like it has to be pitching. Um, I know Carrasco, they got Carlos Carrasco also in the trade, but I feel like they need some more, especially like you said, in the bullpen would be. Uh, would Be ideal fit uh, to get somebody uh, there, especially in the back end of that bullpen. I feel like they don't have they're lacking a, a closer, you know. I know they did make a trade uh, a couple years ago for
0: Diaz, yeah, uh, for Diaz. Wait, That hasn't worked out
1: yet, yeah, it hasn't worked out. So, so, so yeah, I, I think they need to make uh, a couple more moves. Maybe they might uh, spend some money and go out there, uh, George Springer, you know, and then that would really be a killer item but uh, I think Lindor is huge and uh, it's a big splash for the Mets in New York.
0: Yeah. Big splash. And now, I mean, you could talk about another big splash. You look at the off season, the San Diego Padres have, what do you think about the Padres? You uh, think contenders, pretenders, can they live up to the hype? Uh,
1: y- yeah, I think they can. Uh, Cause they were a playoff team last year before they made these moves. Um, I think, I think um, the moves they made, which is get Darvish, I think Darvish is still a solid pitcher. Um, and then also, you, you know, you acquired uh, Blake Snell, so that you know he's another big time pitcher. You know, we saw that in the playoffs; he he stepped up and in the World Series. Also, I mean, if it wasn't first coach pulling him out early, you know who knows the outcome of that game. But I'm glad he pulled him out. Dodgers got the World Series. That's all that matters, but anyways, back to the Padres. Um, yeah, this sh- this should help them. And are they they a contender? Yeah, they're a contender, mm, but you know we're gonna have to wait and see because sometimes this happens a lot, and especially in sports, you know, these super teams they get together and they just don't live up to the hype, or they don't gel. Injuries happen, stuff like that. I hope I hope this and uh you know intenses the rivalry between the Dodgers and the Padres even more that way, you know, cause I feel like the Dodgers do need somebody in the NL West to give them a challenge. Uh, you know, cause sometimes usually by, by like August, the Dodgers have already run away with the division and, you know, now with the Padres making these moves and, and they're not, they, they want to be, they want, they want to be up there
0: with the Dodgers, you know, I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, I think it's a uh, big offseason. For- <coughs> Sorry. For the San Diego Padres, I think they made the right moves. I mean, they were a really competitive team last year. I think they surprised a lot of people. I mean, I expected them to be good last year, but I didn't expect them to be that good. And they lived up to the hype. I mean, you had players like Machado step up late in the uh, season. Obviously, the phenomenon that Fernando Tatis is. And then they already have a good starting rotation. And you add Blake Snell to that, that's dangerous. And not only that, but that bullpen is scary. So yeah, can they live up to the hype? I'm not sure because when you're facing a team like the Dodgers, uh, it's really hard, you know? They they might beat up on everybody else in the NL, but when they face their team a team a rival like the Dodgers, which knows them well and who is as talented as them, it's gonna come down to who handles the pressure more and I mean, we'll see, we'll, we're will see. we here to see it, and I'm excited to see it because I think it makes it much better. And you said, like you said, uh, the Dodgers needed uh, someone to challenge them in the NOS, and I think for for quite some time, this has been the best NOS team, that the competition that the Dodgers have had in a while.
1: Yeah, so we'll, we'll see what happens. Uh, you know, uh, baseball has been a little slow with the, the free agent signings, so hopefully we get some more... Uh, Free agent signings coming soon. Um, And then, you know, they're also trying to figure out a start date on when MLB might start. They don't – not official, I guess, on when they might start. Just make
0: sure to have some 4th of July baseball this year.
1: (laughs) For real. Uh, We'll see.
0: On to the gridiron, Watson out of Houston. What do you think about that? Wow. I mean – Sometimes I feel
1: like uh, there's always a rumor straight out the offseason that it's kind of like too hard to believe, you know. I, I, do, I, do, I do believe that he wants out. He's frustrated. He's, he, he's like, what the hell is going on here, you know. We got no cap space. We got no draft picks. We suck. What are we going to do? I think he, sh- he does he is frustrated, and I do believe the rumors that he wants out. Now, do I think it will happen? i don't know that's still too too kind of too hard to tell too fresh you know you know playoffs haven't even ended there's no nobody's been crowned champion yet so uh, i think usually when combine starts then the rumors really start heating up but the fact that it's out there already shows that Deshaun is just frustrated with the way they've handled the situation in houston
0: yeah man it's a mess out there in houston uh like you said, there's no future in there because they got no draft picks. Obviously, they signed their GM today. It's a six-year deal, and there was frustrations apparently. Rumors that Deshaun wasn't even happy because he wasn't he had no say in the GM. Um, and then you look at what happened last week with JJ Watt calling out the players and the team the team for not performing up to their standard. I mean, it's not a good. It's not a good situation in Houston. I don't blame Deshaun one pit for wanting to opt out or wanting to get traded. I mean, but I mean, where can you see a guy like Deshaun? What's a good fit for him? Like, if we're just speaking, uh,
1: like, um, I like, would I would say Colts is a good spot for him, but they're not gonna trade him to the Colts. So within the division, um. So I could see I could see them sending him out to the NF- NFC. Uh a team that I think probably could make a run at him is the Bears. Uh maybe the Saints, but the Saints are in the uh Saints are kinda like in a they, they got no money. They're all tied up, you know. They they gotta gonna got to cut all these players drew Brees might retire so i guess it all depends what happens but i don't think you know i've heard a lot of rumors like saints but i don't think the saints are a possibility i think it's pretty much bears um niners i think they could make a run at them if they decide to move from jimmy uh that could be a, a possibility you know uh, i guess we'd have to see how the money and everything works but that's why that's why it's it's kind of hard to believe. I don't know. You know, he just got a big contract. So, it's kind of hard to see, like, how you're going to fit that money with that new team.
0: Yeah. I was just I was just brainstorming that scenario. And I was like, what if you would trade him to Jacksonville? And, like, you get the number one pick. I mean, you said you – obviously, you said the Colts. And you wouldn't want to trade him into a division. But, damn, if Jacksonville were to give you the number one pick, I mean, and if you're Jacksonville, you get a for-sure thing in Deshaun Watson, like, Obviously, you have to throw in more. You'll probably want uh, a first-round pick next year and a second or third round or whatever. Yeah. I mean, that's a crazy scenario because Deshaun will go to Jacksonville and then uh, Houston would probably get Trevor Lawrence. I mean, how sick would that be, man? I mean, that would be sick. That
1: would be sick. It would be a splash of the offseason, something something that's going to just – cause cause all these uh, shockwaves throughout the nfl i mean but the thing is you know they're they're they play within the same division and it's rare that division teams make trades Would within the trade division like yeah because yeah. <laughs> now you got to see that guy you got to see that guy twice a year so it's yeah no i don't that's a good that, that's a good one but i don't see it happening you know we'll
0: we'll see what happens um from that mess in houston to the mess in philadelphia man What has transpired this
1: past week has just been sickening, to say the least. I don't know, man. To me, what's going on in Philly is beyond the whole betching hurts and not trying at the. It just goes, it starts from up top from the GM, and then it trickles down to the head coach and the players. It just, for some reason, it's just not all clicking there. I don't know what's going on in Philly um Doug Peterson went from like a Super Bowl head coach to being the clown of the town I don't know man what do you think I mean it's crazy down there
0: I think I don't know whose decision it was to make that move in that week 17 game but I mean it just goes I mean you're out there to play a football game I mean I've never heard of a team giving up I mean the damn Jets didn't give up for Trevor Lawrence and then you're talking there's rumors talking about that the that yeah, Philly wanted to go from 9 to 6 on the draft. I mean, if you're going to make a bonehead move like you did this year and pass on Jefferson, what difference does it make if you're going from 9 to 6? I mean, when you make stupid picks, and this is no shot at uh, Jalen Rieger, no shots at him, but I'm just saying, like, he he, he was thrown in a tough situation, and I think Philly's just a mess overall right now. So, you go in that decision. You tell your—I mean—you're basically sending to your players. Oh, okay. You know, you guys played your asses off for uh, three quarters, but now we're just gonna blow the game. Like, I mean, it, it hurts. Is your it hurts is your franchise QB at this point? Because I mean, with the mess that's going on with Wentz, I don't think that can be fixed again. I mean, you're gonna have to move on from Wentz this offseason, and you're benching your. Um, your future QB and Jalen Harris, who was not playing bad. It's not like he was playing terrible. You're down 20, down 30. It was a three point game. Like, what are you doing?
1: Yeah. And then I think the fact that you could have spoiled Washington's playoff hopes, you know, yes. so within the, when the division rival, you, you know, spoil. And then, you know, these players, you saw them on the sideline. They were kind of like, what the hell is going on? Like, they didn't, they They didn't know this was going to happen. And I don't know. It, I think there's a, there's some friction going down there with the howie uh, Roseman, the GM and, uh, Doug Peterson I think they're they're just not getting along and and this probably made it worse so it's going to be interesting in Philly but you know what's also interesting is that that Wentz contract they can't even get out of it if they wanted to like it's so bad dude like they're even if they trade them they still got to pay like a, a ridiculous amount of money of dead cap which is I don't know I don't know how these NFL contracts work or what how they negotiate them with but the fact that they can't even get out of it, it's uh, – or if they do, like it's weird. Like they they, tr- they could trade them, but then they still got to pay a certain percentage. So I don't know how that's going to work out. But definitely, definitely they got to get rid of Wentz. Whether they cut him, trade him, whatever it is, they have to because that's I, – I don't think that relationship's already also just been a mess, you know. And um, Jalen Hurts, uh, you know – I think he's a good QB, and we're gonna see what happens. You know, he's on. He's only, It's been a small sample size, so, so I think if, if the Eagles, if they really wanted to go from nine to six, you know, by losing that game, they also need to consider getting a quarterback, especially if a top quarterback's available at six. You cannot, you cannot just say, "Oh, Hurts is the guy," because we don't know. You know,
0: Hurts has only played. What six games? But you would wanna you would want that drama again inside the organization.
1: I mean, dude, but I don't know. Maybe because I'm not sold on Hurts yet. I so I think Philadelphia, I they probably won't do it, which makes sense. You know, you, you're not gonna draft the QB and then draft another guy high in the round. Maybe they'll get one in the third, fourth round, uh, depending on what happens with Wentz, but. But man, that 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 situation in Philly is it's bad right now, and I think it's not gonna get any any better soon. So we'll see what happens down there.
0: Let's get to the playoffs somewhere we know Philly won't be <laughs> or Houston. I mean shots fired. <laughs> but um what do you what do you think about these weekend games? I mean, you obviously starting off with uh, Cole sneaking into the playoffs after Miami. Getting shellacked by the Buffalo Bills. Now they got to go play Buffalo. What do you think about that number one game to kick off? Look, like, man, I think I think I think the
1: the Colts have had a good season What they with Frank Wright has done there with uh, with Phillip Rivers and then Jonathan Taylor and uh, that defense has been playing lights out. Shout out to DeForest <coughs> Buckner. Um, I mean, I think. Uh, I think they, they they built something there in in with the Colts, but right now, man, Bills are on fire, and uh, that's 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 the team I feel like they're you don't want to play right now. And I just think the Bills are gonna handle business and and take care of uh, take care of um take care of the Colts, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, I, I'm on the same boat as you. I don't think Buffalo's playing the best football out of any team in the playoffs right now. Uh, they're Josh in, Allen's pff, another level right now. Yeah, yeah they're playing good football. Man. I mean, they're looking like geniuses with the Stefan Diggs trade. Uh, the way they built that team, man. Defensively, they had some really big holes in the beginning of the season, but it looks, it looks like they cleaned them up. And offensively, they're hitting on all cylinders. Yeah, I don't see. I don't see how uh, a Colts, uh, even though Colts D is talented, I don't see how they keep up with this uh, offense. Because Miami was a good defense and they just pushed them around like nothing man they
1: lit them up man they they really lit them up um that last week of the season but i mean it's gonna be interesting be interesting what happens but i like i said i got i think the bills are gonna take care of business and i think the colts will make it close but but the but i think the bills take care of
0: this we got to our second game rams and seahawks wow is golf playing this game i don't think so They haven't said anything, but I don't don't think he's going. I think he might test it out, but I'm not sure. I don't think so.
1: No word yet. Well, you know what? I kind of feel like if golf doesn't play, it's kind of an advantage for the Rams because nobody's really seen this kid that played last week. Apparently, I mean, I know it was the Cardinals he tore up, but, I mean, he did play pretty well, and then the defense kept him in it. So... I mean, it might be advantage to the Rams, but I'm gonna I'm gonna take the Seattle here. I think Russell Wilson is just too good. He's gonna find a way to win. And um and Seattle should take care of business against the Rams.
0: Seattle's one of those shaky teams, man. They're probably like the least hot going into the playoffs. I guess you could say one of them. There's just, man, their offense went from skyrocket, one of the top to one of the most uh shakiest shaky I man I mean damn they can they had a t- I know I understand Niners have a good defense but damn they for weeks now they haven't been able to put up points on on anybody and all the games have been closed it hasn't really been a blowout besides that Jets game I mean this is a hard one I think I'm gonna go Seattle but I wouldn't be shocked if the Rams win just because of how good the Rams defense is and I mean Rams defense always has a good uh, showing against uh, Russell Wilson, so yeah, yeah. I think it could go either way. But just because we're not sure on golf's status, I'm gonna go with. Uh, so. But
1: I think even if golf was playing, golf golf lost some confidence
0: towards the end of the season.
1: Even before he broke his thumb, he wasn't playing well. So I I I think uh, Seattle pulls this one
0: out. The night game Buccaneers at Washington.
1: You know what? I think Bucks are going to win this game. But I think Washington, that defense is going to make them struggle for it, you know, at least for the first couple quarters. And then who knows what happens in the second half. But I think, you know, Bucks are another team that just started to get it going late. I know the competition they played late was horrible. They played, like, Atlanta twice, Detroit, bad defenses. So, But, you know, sometimes even though you're playing a bad defense – uh, you're getting in the groove. The quarterback's getting in the groove. Uh, the receiver's getting in the groove. And that helps them for better competition sometimes, you know. And plus, it's Brady. You can't really count out Brady, I guess, um, come playoff time. But yeah, Washington should handle business here.
0: You mean uh Bay? I mean, Tampa sorry. Bay. sorry. <laughs> Tampa Bay should handle business here. Oh, this is a tough one, man. I mean, I, look, I looked at this game last week, and I said, uh, oh, bugs. I think bugs by 30 in my mind, but I mean I'm looking at it more and more and just just how good that defense is in Washington, just the year that they had, I wouldn't be surprised if they won this game, and I'm not sure what Mike Evans' status is for this game I know he got hurt last game but I think that's that's huge because if he doesn't play, because I mean uh, he's been Brady's favorite target uh, since since they connected out there in Tampa Bay, so uh, you know what, man, I'm I'm gonna do something crazy. I'm gonna pick Washington. <laughs>
1: oh wow! Just
0: just the fact that it's in Washington, uh, like you said, uh, Buccaneers have played a bunch of terrible defenses uh, these last weeks, and but I kind of like what they got going in Washington, man. I mean, they've had a they had to go through so much shit this year. From you know their coach with battling cancer to the mess out with the owner, uh, Alex Smith coming back, the mess that they had with Dwayne Haskins. I think they've overcome a lot yeah. of things.
1: Yeah, if there's if there's somebody who should win Coach of the Year, it's a Ron Rivera, man. I big up to that guy. He he he's battled this whole season, you know, and and you know I I think they're gonna come up short just because I feel like Alex Smith might not have enough to you know, go total, total Brady. But like you said, they're, they're a good defense, but we'll see what happens.
0: Yes, yeah, so I'm going to go Washington. Washington. Uh, I'm not really confident, but I don't know. something. I have a gut feeling something tells me, but I'm just going to go Washington. Interesting. All right. Ravens at
1: Titans, Sunday morning game. Ravens, Titans. I'm going Titans here, man. I think the Titans run game for some reason. I feel like the Titans just own the Ravens right now. Like any time these two teams play – it's uh, it's the Titans' run game that owns that defense. And last two matchups, that has been the case. And the only thing that I'm concerned about Tennessee is that they don't have a pass rush and their defense is playing really bad as of late. But offensively, Tennessee is clicking on all cylinders. They cannot stop Derrick Henry. Uh, so I'm expecting another Derrick Henry big game, and I think they're going to handle
0: business. Uh, I want Tennessee to win this game, but I just think the way Baltimore's playing going into the playoffs, I think Lamar gets over the hump and he gets that first playoff win.
1: Yeah, but if you really think about it, like, they haven't played anybody, like, as of late, other than the Browns. But then again, that's the Browns still, like Juju said. But, <laughs> you know, like, like it's just, I don't, I don't know. I, I just think that, that you know, they're... The Ravens haven't played nobody as of late. You know, Lamar has been putting up all these big numbers, but against the Bengals, dude, like, come on. I think there was a stat. It was crazy. So the stat was, like, they have outscored, uh, the or when they played the Bengals, uh, combined score was, like, 48 to, like, 6 or something. 78 to, like, 6. Like, come on. Bengals scored six points on them in two games. Well, it's just like, no, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just, I like Tennessee. I think Tennessee has a good run game. Uh like A.J. Brown. think he's a stud. Ryan Tannehill's on fire right now. I'm going with the Titans.
0: Yeah, man. I, I love Tannehill. I love Henry. I love A.J. Brown. Man, I, especially Tannehill. That's someone I root for because of how he was able to change his career, man. But I just, that defense is not what it was last year going into the playoffs. That defense is. Is a mess, man. Yeah, a mess. I, t- and I think if Lamar wins any game, it's this game because I mean, God, anybody could put up points on that on that defense. And I think no, this I, is the week. If it is a week, and I think it is, I think Lamar goes off. Yeah,
1: team. no, I totally agree with that. I, I don't think it's gonna be a blowout like last playoff game. I I think I think uh, Ravens are gonna put up points on them because that defense is not good. Tennessee's, but I I also think that. Um, I think uh, Titans offense is just—they're rolling, man. That their offensive coordinator—I mean—he's getting a lot of interviews for uh, head coaching gigs, and um, he's on a roll too. So, uh, shout out to Arthur Smith, man. He's—he's uh, he's out there uh, doing his thing on the offensive side.
0: <laughs> Last two picks, we've been on this, uh we haven't been on the same page. So, let's go on to Bears at Saints.
1: I'm rolling with the Bears here, dude. No, I'm just kidding. No, I think the Saints are going to uh, handle business. I think um, – I don't trust Mitchell Trubisky. I, you know, the Bears have a good defense, and, you know, they always play solid. But, God, man, that I just don't trust Mitchell Trubisky. You know, he, he does well. He was doing well. And then last week he laid a dud against the Packers. You know, I know the Packers have – Good secondary and everything, and some good pass rushers down there. But I don't know, man. For some reason, you know, he he he's not he's not he's not the deal. So so I think I think the Saints handle business. The Saints defense is really good, and also Drew Brees. I mean, this is his last chance before he retires. So I mean, the they're expecting him to retire at the end of the season. So this is his last shot, pretty much. At a Super Bowl. So,
0: uh,
1: I don't see him going out in the first round like he did last year.
0: I'm going to do something crazy here. Yeah, right. (laughs) Just kidding. Look, man. The Bears, defensively, really talented. Uh, I think they could stop Breeze. I think it could be a close game. But, I mean, their offense is too inconsistent to me to pick them in this game. If I saw more consistency in their offense, uh, I would uh, would pick Chicago because – Uh, of how good their defense is playing. But the thing with Chicago's offense is, look, Mitchell Trubisky did well in his last previous games, uh, getting out of the pocket, scrambling, and using his strength, and that's moving around, being a mobile quarterback. And I saw none of that last week, and I'm not sure why. So I'm not sure what Chicago Bears offense I'm getting this week. So I'm going to go with the Saints with this. Um, I think it will be close in the beginning, but I think uh, eventually – uh, Saints will pull away and get the D Z W. Yeah, finally we agree. <laughs> and then the final game of the weekend, Browns at Steelers. This is a this is a game I'm going back and forth so much in my mind. Yeah, I I I'm going back and forth on this game so much.
1: Uh you know about I gotta say about an hour ago, I was definitely leaning Steelers. Right? I was like got oh, the Steelers anyway. Apparently, um, uh, what's the coach's name again? Mike Tomlin? No, no, Uh, Stabowski. Stabowski. uh So he got COVID, so he's not going to be in the at the game, and he's he apparently calls the plays. So they're pretty much not going to have their head coach slash OC, and then. You know, they're missing their uh, Pro Bowl guard, I think. He he has COVID also. They're also missing... Uh, they also uh, lost uh, Olivia and Vernon for the season. He was uh, opposite and... Uh, opposite and... Um, Miles Garrett. Uh, you know, he was playing well this season on the defensive line. So, I think the Browns have an uphill battle going into Pittsburgh this week. And then... Well, anyways, that's that. That's why. That's why I was leaning towards Steelers, but now I'm gonna go with the Browns. Why? Because Juju decides to just go on air today or something, and he said, "Oh, it's the same old Browns. It's uh, to, it doesn't matter to us. It's the to me. I look at the Browns the same way I've looked at them that past couple years, which I think is ridiculous, dude. You don't say that before a playoff game. You don't give the other team fuel, in my opinion." So I'm gonna roll with the Browns, and I hope the Browns handle business. Just because Juju was out there running his mouth.
0: <laughs> man, I like Juju. He's a funny guy. I like his TikTok videos too. <laughs> oh, I hate those things, dude. <laughs> They're funny—the Cor- Corvette dances. But um, damn, man, I. Uh, this is like you said. All the mess that's happened with the Browns this week. It's just what is their job? 18 years since the playoffs. 19, something like that. 94. I think 94 was their last playoff win. Win. But they haven't been since 2002, right? To the playoffs. Yeah. I mean, and then, man, you're excited for this team just because they haven't been there for so long. And then you have all this COVID mess coming out. But
1: you know what? Sometimes I just feel like that might be a motivation for the team. And then Juju's comments just kind of picks them up.
0: I don't know. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I think... The thing I was leaning towards Steelers the whole week, obviously Steelers did not play their uh, offensive, I mean their starters last week in week 17 and they gave Cleveland such a tough time. And then you lose Vernon, you lose your guard, you lose your coach, and you're just like how can the Browns win this game? But um, then you have Juju making those comments, man. Steelers are the better team, I think, defensively and offensively they're too inconsistent. But I'm, I'm pulling for the Browns for this, man, just because they haven't been there in such a long time. I hope they pull it off. I won't be surprised if the Steelers win this, but I'm going to play the Browns. Yeah, I mean,
1: I just, I'm rooting for the Browns, man. I, 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 I'm not a Browns fan. I, you know, I just, I think that fan base has gone through so much, man. They've gone through so much, and you kind of feel bad for them, and you're rooting for them. You know, it's kind of like, um, you know, I like I admire Browns fans, man, the true Browns fans that stuck with that team and are still with them to this day. And I give you guys props like you guys, you guys been thick and thin, you know, so I'm rooting for the Browns. I hope the Browns shut up, Juju. I'm, I'm sick of that guy and his stupid TikToks. I just I don't know. Uh, I'm done uh, with 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 that guy. <laughs> I just feel like this just wasn't the time to say anything, dude. Plus, it's a division rival, so it makes it even more intense, you know, right before the playoffs. So I hope Baker Mayfield plays a good game and then he sticks like a flag in the Steelers
0: logo or something. <laughs> I think Tomlin is somewhere in his room shaking his head out. <laughs> That's Juju's didn't comments. uh antonio
1: brown do something like this i think a couple years back when uh they played the patriots yeah, yeah. he was recording and when then tomlin was
0: recording he said something about the patriots and it came out online dude, and dude. I it.
1: yeah so it's just i think the Steelers should should have learned from that situation you know tell juju hey shut up don't say nothing you know just say just say the right things dude you know, even
0: if deep inside you don't believe it, even if right yeah,
1: just say the right things. Don't give them content to be like, "Hey, look, they think you're sorry," and sometimes that just generates a locker room. It just gets them going. So, if that 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 gets the Browns locker room, their offense, you know, they they don't have their coach, they don't have all these players, and you know, kind of get some fuel. You know, they they were feeling a little down. Well, guess what? <laughs> Not no more.
0: You know, mm-hmm. that that got them going. Yeah, we're in for a crazy. What do they call this? Super, super wild card weekend.
1: <laughs> yeah, super wild card weekend. Apparently, the first time in history we have was it six games? Six games in a weekend? In, in a playoff weekend. So hey, you know it's it. Twenty 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 season is uh, different. So I know it's twenty twenty one, but now, but. Uh, the way they set up this uh, this, this year has uh, been so different. So we'll see what happens. Uh, but, hey, this going to be fun playoff weekend. Um, and
0: we'll see we'll see what happens. Yeah, I'm excited for this weekend. Uh, glad we get that bye. So we just get to watch these teams beat up each other while we rest and wait for our opponent, actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: So <laughs> who would you guys play if you had the bats? I mean – I guess who you guys play the lowest seed remaining? Yeah, so it'd be between
0: Washington, uh, maybe Rams or Bucks, I think, or Chicago if they would pull out that miracle. Wow.
1: Uh, so yeah, I mean, I think the Bucks, Bucks is Bucks Packers if that stays, uh, that's gonna be a good that's gonna be a good matchup next next weekend. But we'll see what happens.
0: Yeah, and they announced is gonna have fans so. Oh, yeah? That's How where, much? I think they have 8,000 fans. 8,000? 8, yeah. Oh, wow. So that's that's a big thing for Atlanta. Yeah, I heard of Bill,
1: Bill's having fans too, right? They're getting like about 8,000 also. Oh, okay. That's cool. So Bill's having fans, Packers having fans. I might have to
0: get a ticket out there and go.
1: Yeah. Go stand in the snow <laughs> it's below like, zero.
0: <laughs> it's just for the season ticket holders and the first responders out there, but...
1: Oh, that's awesome!
0: Yeah, excited for the weekend. See how it plans out, and then uh, we'll be on. We'll be on here soon. You know, We've got to talk about the divisional round coming up. Oh yeah, you got to talk about that, and
1: hopefully some more uh, MLB news. Uh, hopefully, uh, Lindor is not the only move uh, that's coming within the next couple of weeks. Hopefully, we have some more. Hopefully Justin Turner comes back to the Dodgers, and uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens. But uh, everybody, just uh, stay safe out there. Hopefully your 2021 is going way better than your 2020. Uh, And uh, we'll see you guys soon. Peace out, guys.